Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. You know, many of us have experienced times in our lives, in our past periods or moments of darkness. Today, we're talking about continuing in the light. I read a story this week about a tractor-trailer driver who was driving through a small town in the Carolinas. He miscalculated the height of his rig. He got caught in an old bridge, and they couldn't get him out. Police officers came. Firefighters came. A tow truck. No one could get him unstuck from this situation. A young college student came by, and he was looking, and he said, you know what you need to do? You need to take some of the air out of the tires, and that will lower the height. The tow truck can then pull it back out, and that's exactly what they did. Until the student came along, everyone was blind as to what the situation was. You know, until people have the light of God in their lives, they too, or we too, are blind. We've all gone through moments of, 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 of blindness in our lives when we have a hard time seeing the light at the end of a tunnel. I read a proverb this week, and it said this, there are none so blind as those who will not see. Sometimes looking at a situation with fresh eyes or a different perspective like the student has, will help people get through a difficult period in their lives. You know, there's a physical blindness where people can't see, but then also there's a spiritual blindness. In the Gospel of John, we read about Jesus taking mud and placing it on a young man's eyes who was blind from birth, and he was healed, and he could see. He didn't know who Jesus was, and it wasn't until later in the story that we read that he realized it was Christ who had healed him. He became a disciple or follower. Let us look at that passage today in the Gospel of John and about this man who was born blind and and then could see. Let's talk about that miracle. Many people in my line of work as a, a chaplain in a hospital, I run into folks who who say, well, I'm not very religious but I'm a spiritual person. You know, human spirituality may be a part of our religion, but our spirituality has a lot to do with how we find purpose and meaning in our lives. And researchers have shown people are a lot happier and more content if they have relationships in their life, true, valid relationships, if they have values in their life or something they live for that makes them feel like life is very important and they have a life purpose. With relationships, values, and a life purpose, we then have spirituality in our lives and our lives are a lot richer. Let's talk about the revolution. The revolution was a dramatic change in this young man's life. Suddenly he could see Jesus overthrew the darkness. Now, sometimes when we hear the word revolution, we think about history, kind of takes us back to our uh, history days in, in school. We read about the American Revolution. We studied, of course, the French Revolution, the Chinese Revolution. In a revolution, there are usually two opposing sides that go to war. For this man that Jesus healed, Jesus brought a revolution where the darkness was overthrown by the light and love of God. Not only did he heal him physically, but he healed him spiritually too, giving him value and purpose in his life. Darkness 
versus light, the revolution. But then there also, there cannot be a revolution unless there is a revelation. And for a Christian, for a believer, a revelation is when God discloses something to a person. Someone will see something with fresh eyes and they'll say, ah, I've had a revelation. The man born blind was healed as God revealed light to him. Those who receive the light that Jesus gives will become beacons of light themselves. When something good happens to us, we want to share it with others, don't we? That's a delight. Christians, you know, we're beacons too. When we think of a beacon, we think of a lighthouse. My family and I vacation every year in North Carolina in the Outer Banks. And in Hatteras, North Carolina, there's a beautiful lighthouse. And I'm reminded of that lighthouse when I read this passage. A lighthouse guides and warns ships at night. And the light of God guides us too. There was a captain in the Navy many years ago. His dream was to be a captain of a battleship. He finally made it to that rank, and he was traveling one night, and he saw a ship getting closer to him. This light was getting closer to him. So they sent out a warning, please move your battleship, uh, change your course, because you know you need to change it by uh, so many degrees or we're going to collide. And the they answered back and said, please change your course. You're going to hit us. Finally, it got into a, a battle between them. And finally, the captain said, I am the captain of this vessel. Please change your course of action. The man answered back, sir, we're a lighthouse. Change your course of action. You're going to run aground. You know, the light of God guides us and keeps us out of destruction and and difficult times in our life if we follow the light of God, the revelation. But there also is a response. When good things happen to us, we want to respond. And a response is an action of whether or not it is words or deeds. It can be the words you're sharing, good things have happened, or it could be you're returning deeds to others as a result of the goodness that has happened to you in your life. For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. When something good happens to us, we want to share it to others. Can we share the good news of Jesus Christ, the light of God, the gospel with others? It is, the, it is in the heart that we respond to who Jesus Christ is. His light shines as to how we once lived in darkness, and now we're in the light. When Christ dwells in our hearts, he becomes our Lord and our Savior. The family and friend of this blind man who Jesus healed, they could not believe that he was the same person. And many people in in that culture were afraid to identify with that healing act this man had had experienced because they thought they'd be ostracized and they'd be be kicked out of the synagogue if they followed this healer, Jesus. But they shared the good news verbally that what what had happened. And he went around sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Light has come into our world. Can we share it with others? It is not God's will that we should live in darkness. And we're all faced at times of dark times. Darkness could be uh, some gloomy days. They could be a depressed state or a tone or mood they're in. It could be the result of some evil, of something very evil that has happened to you in your life that you felt like you were treated unfairly. Or also darkness could be maybe just a lack of knowledge or enlightenment of maybe not seeing things in a right perspective. 
This is exactly why God sent his son, to bring us out of the darkness. It is when we receive the gift of God's love, the light and the mercy and the grace that we truly experience God. As God's children, we continue in the light of God's love always. The revolution, a revelation, and then a response. All good things that we're called to as we celebrate the light of God in our lives. Let us join together as we close our podcast for a word of prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, ever and ever. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you.